Welcome to Elevate the Day. I'm excited to announce that I have a new co-host, Karen Salisbury. Karen has been a frequent guest on the show, sharing her biblical wisdom and practical tips for applying God's Word to help us live the life God wants for all of us. I know we're going to have a great time talking about God's Word and its power to transform lives. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to Elevate the Day. Today we have a special show. It's actually a bonus episode from season five. That's right. Today you are going to hear a great message from Reverend Karen Salisbury. And then I'll be back next week for one of my own bonus episodes. So I hope you'll stay tuned. We're actually getting ready for season six of Elevate the Day. So if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, be sure to shoot us an email either on Karen's website, which is karensalsbury.org, or mine, which is jennifercavello.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving this podcast, which we sure hope you are, we would be grateful if you would give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you listen on. So are you ready to hear a great teaching? Let's go, Karen. All right. Hey, everybody. It's good to uh, be with you today. I, you know, my, I was wanted to talk about what we're looking at these days, because, you know, there's a lot going on in our world today. Is there not? Wow. I mean, so much distraction, so much bad news, so much scary stuff. And as Christians, we're supposed to be kind of above that. We're supposed to be walking along in joy. We're supposed to know where our hope comes from and not be overwhelmed by all the bad news. And yet, if you're like me, you either are or know <laughs> some Christians who you know, are overwhelmed by the stuff going on in our world today and being ne negatively affected. And yet, I, I just want you to remember that God saw down through all of time. He saw you and he wanted you to be on the planet in the last day. So you have a grace to be here. And, and you know, it reminded me of a time when I used to work long, long ago. I worked for the Roberts family, Oral Roberts, uh, Richard Roberts, Lindsay Roberts. I used to be a writer for them. And I also, as part of my job as a writer, I had to watch Richard's and Lindsay's television shows every day and take notes, you know, because articles and things would be showing up in the magazines, I would have to write it. And so, uh, so I'm watching these miracle shows, they had an hour long miracle show, I can't even remember the name of it, but it had miracle in the title. And then Lindsay had a half an hour make your day count more of a girl type show. And every day on these shows, people were getting healed. You know, Richard would hold his hands up to the screen and, and tell people to hold their hands and touch his hands and release their faith for healing, which seemed kind of hokey. But I'm telling you, I heard so many miraculous healing testimonies from that. People released their faith. And, and so there was miracles happening every day. And one time in the middle of all that, I had a friend who said to me, you know, off, you know, we were going to church or we were going out to a restaurant or something. They said, man, how come I don't see any miracles anymore these days? What's wrong with the body of Christ? There's just no miracles happening. And I remember thinking, dude, you're looking in the wrong place because I'm seeing miracles every day, right? Because why? I was watching these shows where miracles were happening. And so it made me stop to think that 
really, this person who asked me that question thought there was no miracles happening. Why? Because he didn't see any, right? And how many times do we fall into that trap as Christians, we don't see something, so we believe it that way. Or we do see something terrible, so we believe it that way. We are supposed to be keeping our eyes on the word of God and not moved, not distracted, not scared by what we see going on all around us. And, and so I, you know, encourage this friend of mine. I'm like, dude, you're looking in the wrong place. Here, watch this show at this time every day, and you'll be excited because miracles are happening every day right? So open your eyes and look around because God is doing stuff that we, if you don't think he's doing stuff, you're looking in the wrong place, you know? So I just want to encourage you about focus. Think about Numbers 13, which is where the children of Israel have, uh, you know, they've escaped Pharaoh, they've escaped Egypt, they've seen the Red Sea part, they've been set free from 400 years of slavery. And God says, the promised land is yours. Here you go. Right across this wilderness on the other side is this promised land that you've been talking about and I've been talking about ever since Abraham back in Genesis 12. Okay. And so you know what happened. They sent 13 spies, 12, 12 spies. It was numbers 13, 12 spies <laughs> into the land, right? Into the promised land to scope it out. Now, Moses didn't send them into the land to see whether or not they could take it because what did the word of God say? The word of God said, you can take the land. Here's the land. I'm giving it to you. He sent them into the land just to see, you know, just to spy it out and find out what was there and what they had, what, you know, what they're going to face, but they knew they could take it. So, you know, what happens? 12 spies went into the land. They saw, they saw, you know, walled cities. They saw giants. They saw grapes so big that they had to carry them back on poles. Now, I always say the last time I went to the grocery store and bought grapes, I did not have to carry them home on a pole. These were some grapes, I'm telling you. So they found out, yes, it is a land flowing with milk and honey. Yes, it's amazing. But there's walls, there's enemies, there's giants, there's, you know, there's scary stuff. We can't take the land. And they, in fact, they say, we were like grasshoppers in their sight, so we were, I mean, in our own sight, so we were in their sight. But, you know, uh, later, when Joshua sends spies into the land, they find out that all this time, the people in the land are afraid of the Israelites. They've heard about the Red Sea. They've heard about this God of theirs. But the people themselves, the Israelites, were focusing on the wrong thing. They were focusing on the giants and their own ability to fight them. They stopped focusing on the word of the Lord, which was, here's the land. It belongs to you. Believe me, and we're going to go take it. And how many times does that happen to us as Christians? And, you know, I heard somebody say, I think it was Andrew Walmack. I heard him say the other day, don't watch the 10 spies network to get your news. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Stop watching the, the news of the world. Stop watching television news, social media news, anywhere, wherever you're getting your news from. Watch enough to know what's going on, but spend the rest of the time focusing on God. Because what has he said? He said, in all these things, you are more than conquerors. He said, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. He said, I shall supply all your need according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He said, by my stripes, you are healed. I mean, these are the things that God has said. If you're focusing on what the world is saying, you're going to get a completely different perception of what's really going on, aren't you? Think about Peter. 
you know, in the story of Peter walking on the water, man, he's full of faith. He gets out of the boat. He actually walks on water. Why? Because he believed the word of the Lord and the word of the Lord was, okay, Peter, come on, come on. Remember, Jesus walks up to him on the water and Peter says, I want to walk. I want to walk. And, and Peter and Jesus said, okay, come on. So Peter believed the word of the Lord. He gets out of the boat. He's looking at Jesus. He's walking on water. He's really doing it. But then here comes wind and waves, which if you think about it, doesn't have anything to do with walking on water. <laughs> walking on water is impossible. You can only do it by faith in the word of the Lord. So wind and waves don't have anything to do with it, but he gets distracted by the bad news. He gets distracted by the scary, the wrong report. Same as the 10 spies in our group of 12 spies who went to the promised land. Joshua and Caleb came back from that adventure and said, yes, there's walls. Yes, there's enemies. Yes, it's scary looking, but we can, we're well able to do it because God said so. But the people believed the 10 spies. The people believed the scary report. Don't be like them. Don't be like Peter and get distracted by the things going on all around us. It does take spiritual effort to focus in on what God has said over what's happening around you, but you can do it. If you have a Bible and eyeballs, you can keep your focus on the right thing, okay? And like I said, it does take spiritual effort these days. It's so easy to get caught up in the, in the rhetoric and, you know, the talk. Man, the talk that I hear from some people, they just talk a little, 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 what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And they said this, and I heard this, and oh my gosh, they're doing this, you know, regarding the, you know, the pandemic and the economy and everything going on around us. But listen, spend more time talking about what God has said, which means you have to spend more time reading about what God has said and listening to what God has said. And in this day and age, it's easy to do, you know, just turn on some faith preachers in your house. Be sure you're doing your daily devotionals every day. Just make sure that your focus is staying on the things of God because you can do it. Whose report will you choose to believe? I choose to believe the word of the Lord. And I know you do too. So this is more of a reminder than anything else. You know, God is at work in the earth. He has not <laughs> abandoned us here at the end. You know, these are the last days he plans to see us all the way through to victory. And he thinks you can do it, which is why he had you alive in this day and age. You know, don't yearn for a different day and age. Don't, oh, I wish I was born in a different time. Or, you know, I remember the good old days. No, these are the good old days, okay? <laughs> when we get to heaven, the, the saints of old that we, you know, revere and look up to are going to ask us, what was it like on the last, on the earth in the last days? And we should be able to stand and say, it was amazing because God moved every time I prayed, he heard me. Every time I was sick, he healed me. Every time I had a need, he met it and he, and he did great and mighty things through me as well. I laid hands on the sick and they recovered. How do we know that can happen? Because the Bible says so, because the Bible says so, you know, and I know that things, uh, you know, uh, anti things happen. I mean, you know, if the Bible says lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And I, I remember the first person I laid hands on had the nerve to die. I just, 
whatever, you know, it might make you want to not lay hands on people, but I'm telling you, the word is still true. Okay. Keep your focus on the things that God has said. If you find yourself being panicked, if you find yourself being anxious, stop and ask yourself, where have I been looking? What have I been talking about? What have I been focusing on? What have I been thinking on? And change it. You have the power and the ability to change what goes into your heart and mind. You can focus on the good. You can focus on the power. You can focus on God and his promises. All right, let me pray for you as we stop today. Father God, I just thank you for everyone listening today. I thank you for your word. I thank you that we are learning and growing and exceeding abundantly above all we, we could ask or think is happening to us because of your grace and your mercy. Help us, Father, to focus on you and your great and precious promises and in your great and precious power that you have given to us. I pray for every household represented here, Father, for your, for your goodness and your mercy following us all the days of our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Karen and I hope you enjoyed our show today. If you'd like to learn more about Karen and her ministry, head over to karensalsbury.org. She's got a great blog and tons of books and resources that you are going to love to implement into your everyday life. Also, be sure to follow her on Facebook and Instagram too. Don't forget to sign up for my weekly blog, Elevate the Day. It goes out every Sunday morning straight to your inbox. Head over to jennifercavello.com to sign up, and you can also get a copy of my new book, Finding God, Finding Me, also available on Amazon. You can follow Elevate the Day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Have a great day, everyone. Mm-hmm.